On this episode, we talk about summer TV and movie recommendations, strength training and baseball, and answer some listener questions, including going in-depth on intermittent fasting. All that and more today on The Hybrid Life. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow, or it can crash. Be water, my friend. What's up, everybody? This is the Hybrid Life Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Bay. As always, the Hybrid Life is brought to you by Hybrid Fit Club Online, a completely customized nutrition and training program that gives you the tools and support needed to succeed at living a great fitness and healthy lifestyle. You will receive daily workouts and nutrition advice designed specifically for each member. With real-time access to your personal coach, you will have constant communication, support, and accountability at your fingertips. HFC is trying to change the way people train online. Hybrid Fit Club Online Programs is where goals, lifestyle, and success of the member is what matters the most. To sign up, you can send an email to info at hybridfitclub.com or find us on any of the social medias at Hybrid Fit Club on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Heath was the most alive human. And if it wasn't on the edge, it didn't interest him. We're going to go on a mission right now. Uh, so will you come with me? Oh, you will. That is a scene from uh, the documentary on FX called I Am Heath Ledger, and I watched it last week. It is absolutely fantastic. I was a Heath Ledger fan, but after seeing that, I became much more of a fan, and it, it really is a powerful documentary told from the perspective of his peers family and friends uh i didn't know how creative he was as uh more than an actor but his character of the joker is probably my favorite character in any movie i've ever seen you know it was a really i highly recommend seeing that um like i said i loved the joker it was an unbelievable performance he directed a ben harper video that is just a beautiful video to watch it's very artistic and also quite moving uh what he does in front of the uh behind the camera i should say and i really really recommend you check that out it's on fx you can watch it on demand it's not shouldn't be too hard it's actually on youtube as well so it's not long it's about an hour hour and 15 minutes uh it's great so i highly recommend it i can't say enough good things about it Chris Cornell passed 
the pa- this past week. Uh, the lead singer of Soundgarden, Temple of the Dog, and Audio Slave. I think I needed to spend a little bit of time on this. He's one of the, if not the best frontman in my generation, uh, pioneer of the grunge era. He also was an enormous philanthropist. A lot of crazy uh, stories going around his death, but uh, without going into that kind of a topic, I just wanted to uh, pay tribute to somebody that I looked up to as a musical artist and another sad thing that somebody with that much talent and that much going for them, uh, life was cut short. But I will be listening to a lot of his music the next uh, week or so. And of course, as you can hear it in the background through the podcast today, just to show a little bit of uh, homage to somebody that I really loved. Let's get off this somber stuff, though. Um, real quick, I, some people were asking me some television questions. Uh, the fall finales were great. Billions rocked it. Um, nothing else really blew me away. Uh, some stuff I might be looking... Uh, actually, if, if you're looking for something to watch, uh, maybe some things you haven't heard of, Summer is really bad with TV, um, new TV and stuff worth watching, but because of Netflix, Amazon, stuff like that, uh, on demand, you can go back and watch a lot of things. There's a show on Amazon called Bosch. Uh, There's a guy named Titus Wheeler on there, and it's a great show. It's into season three, I believe, and I just finished it. It is a really good cop drama uh there's a lot of subplots things like that so i highly recommend that of course legion and fargo are two of my favorite series uh legion is out there it's not for everybody i don't think but i personally love it and a lot of people i know love it so same guy that made uh legion created the series fargo and that's in its third season that is always a great show uh especially if you want to binge watch it since there's a a lot of episodes that you have missed if you haven't watched it yet saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It was really, really good. Uh, When they made the first one, I actually thought it was going to be a stinker, and I loved it. I thought as a remake, or not a remake, as a sequel, they usually underwhelm. This one was better than the first one. I thought it was hilarious. I thought all the characters were better in the second go-around than the first one, so I highly recommend Anybody going see it, family, kids, adults, whatever. It was awesome. I'm looking forward to a new show called The Crossing, uh, Wonder Woman, Thor, Alien Covenant. The new Spider-Man is probably the movie I'm looking forward to the most. Of course, Game of Thrones coming out, uh, House of Cards. Those all seem to be really good things that uh, are up on the horizon for television and film. 
So let's uh, let's get into some viewer or I'm sorry, nobody watches this listener questions, which I really appreciate you guys sending me questions. Uh, the podcast is new. There's not a ton of um, listening going on yet, but there's a lot more than I anticipated. So again, I appreciate it, uh, and I love all questions. So anything you have, send me a question, and I will get to it when I can. Thanks. So the first question comes from Baseball Mom Stuff via Instagram. Kevin, thanks for doing this podcast. I have a son that's 12 years old. Can you recommend a good baseball training program? Thank you for the question, Baseball Mom Stuff. Um, well, this is a crazy, uh, touchy subject for me. I think that baseball players uh, or, you know, teenage athletes in general, but particularly baseball uh, players, are doing too much sports-specific stuff. They're training year-round, which is completely unnecessary. We need to try and get rid of that um, scenario that's going on with travel ball. I'm not opposed to actual travel ball. I am opposed to travel ball programs that... Uh, extend their player seasons year-round. It's completely unnecessary and actually does more harm than good now. There are studies showing that uh, kids that are playing year-round travel ball, especially pitchers, are the ones that are uh, developing arm injuries, uh, mostly from overuse and no downtime, but also improper training and just throwing. So... What I would say for a kid that's 12 years old is to just be active, go out and do things, maybe some body work, uh, I'm sorry, body weight exercises, uh, gymnastics would be a, a good uh, second sport, play another sport, football, baseball, basketball, uh, flag football, I would prefer until a kid gets to about 14 years old, but um I don't suggest getting into a training-specific program at 12. Now, you know, junior high kids, uh, eighth graders, yes. We start trying to teach these kids how to uh, throw and hit from the ground up. And we use uh, high explosive movements. But I won't get into the details of that. If you are curious about my thoughts or if you have any questions about you know, sports-specific training for athletes and they're, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old or older, uh, let me know, shoot me a message. I can uh, touch that subject also. But a 12-year-old, I would say just, you know, try and stick to being active, uh, having fun, enjoying the sport because the more we drive these kids to play year-round, the more chances of injury and or burnout when they get to be, you know, in college. So I would stay away from from the year-round training with one sport. So thank you for that question. Next question comes from the Man Ram. Shit, man, this dude in Nepal. Man Ram, thanks for listening, dude. Appreciate you. So, Kevin... I am a male, 35 years old, and I was wondering what a good way to train full body is. I listened to your first episode about must-training exercises, 
and am wondering what I could do to stay fit and healthy. Well, thank you, first of all, Man Ram, for listening. Secondly, why have you only listened to one episode, dude? Let's get with the program. Listen to the other ones. I mean, geez, come on, dude. Help me out here. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what I would suggest, um, you know, I don't know a lot about you, so I'd have to do a little bit of background and get a little bit more specific with you. But if someone was just coming up to me, uh, you know, male, 35 or older, and uh, was wondering what a general program could be, I, like I've said in the past, uh, I like to stick with maybe a three-day-a-week split for guys that are older, do a push-pull and a lower or if you want to do a upper lower split, you can do uh, upper lower upper one week, and then the next week do lower upper lower, and then repeat that. Uh, I always like to do two uh, two pull exercises for every push, and I try to keep the volume on a daily low on legs, but try to work a little bit of legs every single day, if that makes sense. Uh, we want to spread the volume out for the week with legs because you use your legs every day. My philosophy is if you use them every day, you can train them every day. You just don't have to blow them up on a leg day. You can emphasize a specific day to be a lower half day, but you can also throw in a little bit of lower body or legs on um, on an upper day. Um, you can make it more conditioning or um, you know body weight focused, but uh, I still... You know, I'm under the philosophy that you try and use uh, your body parts on a functional basis. So since you use your lower body every day, I like to do a little bit of lower body every day. I hope that helps. If you uh, want some more information on maybe something more specific, you know how to reach me. Send me an email, the man ram, and uh, I will get back to you. Again, I appreciate listening all the way from Nepal. That's kind of crazy but uh cool so the last question uh it's actually a couple people so uh, again thanks for the questions but since uh, more than one of you asked i'm just going to tackle this as a complete topic but i've been getting some um questions and comments about intermittent fasting and uh it's becoming super popular so people are asking me what i thought about it here's terry cruz the old Spice guy, and from Brooklyn Nine Eleven. I don't know what the name of the show is. He's on a TV show, but he's jacked and he's forty-five. This is what he has to say about intermittent fasting. My first meal is at two p.m., and then I eat from two to ten. Over the last five years, I have been doing inter intermittent fasting, and so what happens is I work out very, very early in the morning. But then I don't eat. My first meal is at 2 p.m. And then I eat from 2 to 10. Now, then the times I don't eat, in a fasting period, which is a 16-hour fasting, I drink amino acid drinks. I'll have coffee, maybe tea. Uh, sometimes I'll have a little coconut oil on a spoon that makes you feel a little satiated, that kind of thing. But it's never a meal. And then once I get on my meals, it's it's good. Now, the problem with Intermittent fasting is that you never want to have a bad meal. Because <laughs> you're like, I waited all day, 16 hours for this. Over the last five years, it's really kept me in great, great shape. They found scientifically, there's a thing called autophagy. 
Autophagy is when the cells in your body are rebuilding themselves. It's one of those things where when you go without the food, it's it's really strengthens your cells. The cells are trying to rebuild and they're trying to do their thing. And it's a wonderful thing. It's kind of like renewed. Once it's done digesting, the body's done working with food, it starts to work on other cells in the body. I can feel the difference. I literally can put pictures of myself now versus pictures of myself at 22 years old. And I look and feel much better right now. Quite honestly, that is a really, really good explanation of intermittent fasting. I personally do it on a daily basis. I friggin' love it. It helps me a lot. I've never been a big breakfast person anyways. Um, and I don't do any sort of fasted training or fasted cardio because, one, it's bullshit. People do it because they think it burns more fat, but it just doesn't. There's nothing proven that uh, shows that that works. And two, um, I like to give the digestive system um, a break. And doing fast, uh, intermittent fasting does exactly that. Now, you know, he talks about drinking amino acids, and uh, I don't. I'm not really huge on board with amino acids. Obviously, they don't hurt you. I just don't think there's a huge benefit in taking them because there's not a decisive advantage in taking amino acids. Uh, that being said, if you can afford it, then by all means, if you want to try it, go ahead. I just think that uh, the supplement industry is an industry of uh, trying to create trends and fads, and amino acids is one of them. Uh, it's not something, like I said, is necessary. So if you want to save some money, don't, uh, don't try and you know try a bunch of different amino acids. But like I said, I do love intermittent fasting. Um, I, I went into you know details of why I like it. Uh, it keeps me in shape and it allows me to have big meals instead of a bunch of little meals. I usually eat two, maybe three meals a day, but my meals are big and they are nutrient dense. So it keeps me better on point and then I'm not um, scrounging to try and get some food in here and there because I've had a bunch of little meals. So that's why I like it. Um, the ba the basics of intermittent fasting, it's, it's fairly simple. I mean, you go 16, I mean, the baseline of it, okay, is 16 hours with no food and eight hours with food. Uh, when you do train, uh, you might want to have a little bit of something if you train in the AM um, and buy a little bit of something. You know, you could have caffeine, which is the best thing to have. Um, I don't like training on an empty stomach, so me personally, I train later on in the day. Uh, drinks are definitely okay um, when you're intermittent fasting, so you can drink things. Um, I wouldn't go crazy with a meal replacement shake or a protein shake. But um, anything under 50 grams of carbs for a f uh, male and 25 grams of carbs for a female um, will work. Uh, if you're already lean, um, it could it won't work as well. Uh, it works really well for people that are trying to lose some body fat. But if you're like you know 8% body fat, intermittent fasting is not going to be great for you. It's really really good for fat loss. If you're trying to, you know, lose some weight before you go on vacation or cut some fat before you're doing something special, intermittent fasting for a short period of time 
will help. Uh, it's it's fantastic for the digestive system. Like I said earlier, when you're eating four, five, six, seven meals a day, your digestive system gets beat up and it gets put into overdrive, overuse. And by doing intermittent fasting, it gives it a break and it, it works better. It just does. It's like, uh, you know, when you a machine that's being used constantly needs a break or otherwise it will break down because of overuse. It's the same thing with their digestive system. Uh, it's completely all right for you to intermittent fast and still be able to maintain muscle or even build muscle. Just because you're going periods of time without eating does not mean you're going to wither away and turn into a skinny little punk. <laughs> it don't work that way. Your, your body is not designed to do that. You can still put on muscle and go long periods of time without eating. If you believe that, then you'd have to believe that Mother Nature designed our bodies to store food energy as fat and sugar, but when we actually need it, to burn protein, right? It's like, okay, well, that sounds pretty dumb, right? No system would work very well if it was designed that way. Correct the mundo! Thank you, Dr. Jason Fung, author of The Obesity Code. You are correct, Amundo. That shit doesn't work that way. Also, when you intermittent fast, you get a high level of insulin sensitivity, so the body absorbs what you eat better, and because of that, you will recover better, you'll have some better focus. Uh, you can eat more food, you can have meals that you like. There's a lot of benefits to intermittent fasting. For me personally, I feel more focused in the morning when I'm not, when I'm fasted. Uh, I, your, my skin, I think looks better. You know, overall, I just feel much clearer and, and I feel physically better when I'm intermittent fasting. There, there are some tips I can help you with. I, I don't. I think it would be hard for somebody just to jump right into it. Um, so maybe you know, ease into it for a few days. You know, two or three days, and then you know, by the the third day, you want to get uh, all the way into it. Uh, caffeine is king when you're intermittent fasting. Caffeine is a great. Um, not only diuretic, but obviously it will give you some energy. It can get you through the fasted periods when you might be craving some food or you feel like you might be hungry. Um, have big, awesome, fucking tons of huge, you know, food that you love dinners. My biggest meal of the day is always dinner. It's probably anywhere from 18 to 2,500 calories, and it's huge. Uh, it doesn't matter what time I'm going to bed or when I eat. I just have a big dinner. You know, my wife cooks and she kicks ass at cooking. So, you know, I have that luxury of, you know, having her cook for me the dinner that she makes. But I have a big dinner all the time. You know, the definition of, of breakfast is to break a fast. It doesn't necessarily mean morning and it doesn't necessarily mean breakfast quote-unquote breakfast food that was something that was you know a marketing gimmick that happened 
you know, years and years and years and years ago, and now all of a sudden there's breakfast food. When break, a break, a break fast, which is breakfast, is just breaking an extended fasted period. So whether you're eating at 9 a.m. or you're eating at 2 p.m. and you're breaking a fast, that's all that that means. So I personally prefer that first meal to be nutrient-dense, um, having a lot of protein in that. That way you can not have a ton of food, but you're still getting enough food to feel satisfied and to keep you going until your second or third meal of the day. Be aware of the time of your last meal, not when or like, you know, don't, you don't have to be totally spot on on like what time you eat. Just be aware of when you ate. So for me, I always try and figure out what time my last meal was and I add at least 16 hours onto that to the, to my next meal. So which would be my first meal the next day. Now, that could be at 10, it could be at 11, that could be at 9 p.m. It just, it doesn't matter when it is, it just matters that you try and, and stay cognizant of when that was. Uh, intermittent fasting is really, really good for traveling. If you're on a vacation or you're going somewhere for work and you're already in the intermittent fasting mode, you really don't need to worry about food as much because... When you're, you know, busy out on vacation with the family or your friends and you don't have a lot of time to eat, you can have two big meals or three meals a day and still be on point when it comes to um, your, your food intake and your nutrition. So it's really good for traveling. It's really good for uh, people that travel a lot for work and, uh, and you know, stay overnight in hotels and things like that. So it's, you know, that's just another added benefit for intermittent fasting. On the flip side, uh, you know, the idea of eating every two to three hours, just I, just thinking about it drives me fucking crazy. I, I could not, first of all, that's an OCD thing. Like, I don't believe it, it makes anybody enjoys having to plan meals every two to three hours or worrying about meals being eaten every two to three hours or you're setting an alarm. I mean, that that's just another added pressure or cause for anxiety for people that are trying to get a nutritional plan together. So that's crazy. You know, every eating that often, like I said earlier, overloads your digestive system. It becomes work rather than, you know, food that you want to eat. It just becomes work. And I think it makes you miserable. The people I know that do that are revolve their days around food just are not fun to be around when they're craving some food or it's time to eat they're just not always the happiest people to be around ain't nobody got time for that one thing i will say about intermittent fasting though if you don't get your calories in it will have the opposite effect you must get the right amount of calories in if you don't eat enough your food your body will start storing your food as um, energy and then you'll become heavier and or fatter in that uh, with that rationale because 
your body doesn't know that there's going to be a surplus of food. So when you're not eating enough, it thinks that food is scarce and it starts storing your food for energy. Because of that, you become, you put on body fat, your cortisol levels go up. There's a lot of things that uh, are, would be a chain reaction to not eating enough, which is why, you know, 90% of the people that I have come into the gym are eating more food than when they started, even though they might have been overweight or out of shape. They start eating more food, sometimes double, sometimes triple, and they lose weight. They don't understand why. It's because your body is actually working. Your metabolism is starting to work again. And because of that, you start losing body fat. If you really want to get, you know, tight with intermittent fasting every once in a while, maybe every two to three months, do a 24-hour fast. That would, you know, for me, that would be hard. I think I could do it. I haven't tried it. Maybe I'll try it. If, if there's like, let's, five of you, if five people message me, you know, anywhere, let's do it together. We'll pick a day. We'll do a 24-hour fast. We'll talk about it um, on our social medias, see how you feel. It's the best rest that you can get again for your digestive system and it work it puts your growth hormone into overdrive so you know try intermittent fasting for a little while we'll all get together we'll do a 24-hour fast as a group and then we will talk about uh, how it affected us and some of our results i think that'd be a good a good thing that we can do together as a community so let me know what you think about that uh, so again to recap on intermittent fasting you know, some of the benefits, it keeps you on point. Uh, it makes things easier to get your food in and eat foods that you like. You become mentally focused. You stay um, focused easier throughout the day. You're not consumed with your food and diet. And you know my motto, you know, about nutrition. My motto is simple. It's mentality and habit forming first, food after that. So... I really think intermittent fasting can help a lot of people. Like I said, it's not for everybody. Some people can't do it. Some people won't even work for. It's something that you can try. If you uh, try it, let me know. If you want some more tips about it, again, ask. I'm here for you. Uh, let me know what you think about it. I love it. I'm going to continue to do it, and I'll keep talking about how it affects me on a daily basis. Because it's all part of the plan. I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. With those great quotes from Heath Ledger's Joker, we will end it today. And playing us out is the video he directed for Ben Harper called Morning Yearning. As always, you can find us on all social medias at Hybrid Fit Club or email us at info at hybridfitclub.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Sun is burning, sun is burning.
better days to come. It's a morning. Shines 